Hey everyone, uh, welcome to our very first uh, bonus episode on the podcast. Um, we're going to be doing a few different things with these bonus episodes uh, every other week. Uh, interviews, uh, some world building stuff, maybe some one-shot games. Uh, but today I'm joined for our very first interview by uh, Lexa from the Dead Horse podcast. Hey, I'm Lexa! <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. We just finished our finale of season two. I saw was... that. I saw you tweeting about it. Yeah. Is it's it really um, exciting? Yeah. That's, <laughs> is, it, is it? Is this a sort of you sort of came to the sort of conclusion of a story, or was it? Are you carrying on with those characters afterwards, or what's the plan? Well, first season was my husband Mike. He DM'd, mm. and then Jamie, um, who plays Hannah, was really keen to carry on the story. So Mike became a player character and we carried on the characters basically yeah um but we'd been transported to new land and that's why mike's character was there and um and then coming up towards the dm i think when we used to play it back in the day we, we always used to take turns except for me i don't dm yeah and um he's doing world of darkness or chronicles of darkness oh that's cool what's well, a sort of like vampire werewolf that kind of thing and i think he's more corporation shadow runny kind of setting like a cyberpunk setting so we're going to be um a team of medics who are hired by corporations to go and save people that's cool people kind of clean up people's messes and things (laughs) yeah i'm playing the newbie um in charge captain in charge and sort of mike and jamie are playing like gruff old medics paramedics that have been doing it a while so i think i'm going to be bullied a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i do like that idea of the kind of rotating dms though that's that's sort of i suppose once per season you're going to get every time you go into a new season you're going to get a little bit of a different sort of style to the to the whole thing yeah but we do want to have the D D campaign with the same characters i think overarching everything yeah i think think it's good to switch up because you need a break yeah like it's sort of i feel like towards the finales of seasons like it drags on it feels like it can drag on mm. and then you get that momentum back when you're like yo it's gonna be the end it's gonna be the big <laughs> showdown and coming I feel up to like, a big conclusion sort of thing yeah and the spiky listeners we had i think people were feeling sort of the same way like they're like oh it's ending what's gonna happen <laughs> i mean we we kind of been doing a similar thing i mean where our, our thing is sort of like we do like a short storyline and then switch to another game kind of thing mm yeah um, and generally I, t- I i tend to have been the dm for all of it mostly but um we did do uh we played Shadowrun a little while back over the sort of the end of the summer um yeah i listened to your Shadowrun campaign i think that's the only one i've listened to because mm. because we played Shadowrun and it kind of went really badly <laughs> i remember you saying about getting given grenades or something and yeah, yeah gave us grenades and then he took them away and then we were getting so like i think not me i remember at the time i was like can we just interpret the rules a little bit but they were very like um looking up every single rule for like the guns and yeah. missing and it was just like very over the top like people getting really bogged down in the rules i, I found that the rule book pretty kind of impenetrable really um i mean well we i mean our, our kind of style would rather sort of keep the story moving and just sort of be like oh well that's good enough you know We'll go with that for now to keep it moving um you know because obviously we're, it's it's, it's the, i found it's the difference between sort of playing at a table where you you know you can spend five ten minutes looking up rules and people can go get drinks and things or like mm. and the podcast difference is you're trying to put something on that's fun for people to listen to as well so it's yeah, kind of definitely yeah i think it works better to sort of be a bit more flexible with the rules and stuff if you're recording it at least that's just my that's, that's my way of looking at it i guess but yeah, yeah we, and i think when we were young as well we played shadow run like we had so much more time mm. like we did play for like four hours even though we all lived i think i mean we all lived in japan and our friend ty lives in new zealand so we just we had no kids so we could just play all night and it didn't matter but now we've got like trying to time sync between uk japan new zealand so we're always like let's just get down to it yeah yeah you've got players that call in then have you on yours yeah we we just use skype recorder like it's really basic Hmm. like i have a friend who's um an audio 
like he did audio producing at uni and i was like he's like you need to record separately i'm like i can't <laughs> it's too scary yeah. like <laughs> it's it i, I mean it, I, i'd prefer if ever you know recording separately is just it's one of those things that it does end up with better quality in the end i mean we're obviously recording you separately to myself for this so that's fine on one-on-one -on -one calls it's easy to do that <laughs> but when you've got three or four yeah. people calling in it's it's you know it's a nightmare really because then you've got to sync up all the files and all this and yeah no, I, I got scarred from when i did my manga podcast mm. um this guy told me about this program like it's like in a browser where you could all call in at the same time okay and it would record the audio for you separately so kind of like a google <clears throat> so hangout type thing very audio based yeah so it would send you all the separate files and one of them got so corrupted and i swear it was not like the signal or anything because i could hear him fine during the call and it just turned out like he was rapping the quality was so bad like jumping <laughs> all over the shop yeah so I'm just, i don't i feel like the audio quality is not too bad on mine i feel mm. it's about kind of finding that that balance of like easy you know how easy it is to do it and getting as good a quality as possible, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when you're international and, like, I just, we, we're we all so busy and I don't want to have to be like, can you do this, 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 this? <laughs> so like, go, go, going back to the, uh, the the manga podcast then, so did you do that before? You met, Oh, well, let's, okay, well, let, let's make this an actual interview then. So <laughs> let's go back <laughs> to the, the beginning. So, um Obviously, Dead Horse is a bit more recent, and you said you lived in mm. Japan. Did you do the the manga podcast first, and then then go on to Dead Horse, or was it yeah, the other so way around? Yeah, so me and my friend Lara, we're like we're best friends from school, and we grew up loving anime and manga, like good fangirls. And <laughs> when I came back from Japan, like, so we started being like, let's go do cultural things. And we'd attend like symposiums about comics, graphic novels. And we were like, no one ever talks about manga at like the more prestigious level yeah. of comics. So we were like, we could totally do this. And so we set up, so we started doing the podcast. Um, we started streaming on Twitch first, and then I would like export it um, to audio. And like, I don't know. I don't know if because the manga community is so small in London, it's actually worked out really well because we get asked to like talk on panels quite regularly and um, yeah, got a bit yeah, of a, bit of a niche good. audience then. So everybody kind of knows each other. Is that the sort of way of it in London? Like, um, it's the same circle of people. And like, I remember when I was asked, I was asked to talk at this um, event promoting like the Japan Embassy has like a manga competition every year okay and, like you could win like tickets to japan and like you know like a sony camera or like a sony laptop oh, like wow. all japanese stuff so, yeah it's, and it's like really really popular yeah big competition then and we were all talking before the actual event started and we were just like we're just talking like we're just preaching to the choir here i don't know why we even have this conversation about <laughs> why we think manga should be more popular and respected and stuff but yeah, so we took quite a long hiatus of that because we had quite a bad experience at one of the anime cons. Oh no! Uh, what what happened? Yeah. Well, well, if you want to talk about it, but. Uh, the culture is um, problematic. Okay. Like with the people that run it and the type of people that attend, it just the especially ones that we used quite a lot. There was like a lot of like bad rumors about like grooming and ah. and i don't know why it just put and we got called out on twitter by someone they were like i can't believe you're supporting an event by this guy who's like like a real creep and blah 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 and mm. treats girls really horrible and that kind of took the wind out of myself a little bit I was like, yeah oh, God, like this is a creepy community and like because you don't need the drama as well really yeah uh, so but we're getting back into it now mm. but there yeah, yeah we decided to record like the dead horse was really weird because like i was a new mum and we come back to japan my son was only like one years old going on 18 months and like obviously all of us had kids within six months of each other and we weren't up for rp obviously yeah. and um everyone got super busy yeah. at the same time <laughs> 
and my husband was like yeah let's rp again yeah we're gonna totally do it and i just like my head wasn't in it i was like yeah sure like so we tried to do it a few times and it totally flopped <laughs> and he's like but let's record it like you know how to do it so let's record it and then it wasn't until we actually sat down that i was like oh, okay we're actually doing it and we managed to do it like every two weeks that's pretty good which is, uh, yeah. so we all managed to get childcare, or one person's like child will already be in bed and Mm. yeah it's crazy that we managed to actually do it i mean that's a pretty decent you know that <laughs> keeping a regular schedule like that with um especially with, with kids and such is that's pretty impressive that's way more impressive than than what we managed to do over here i think really yeah i mean currently one of our main cast uh jason's just his wife's just had a baby so we sort of we had a bit of a a kind of rush to to get as much of that the recording done on the D and D side of things that he'd be involved in, sort of before she had the baby. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've been going. So we, we record as far in advance as possible. Uh, we just finished our D and D stuff that we recorded with him. As in, I've just you know, it's just finished going out, and I, I looked at the recording dates on that because I was talking with um, Eden, who one of the other cast members, about it, and he was saying, "Oh, yeah, it's been a few months." And I looked on the recording, and we'd recorded on the fifth of August. And that was the last oh. time we recorded D and D, and we've we've got Call of Cthulhu. Uh, well, this is th this interview will go up the week after the first Call of Cthulhu episode goes up. Uh, that we started recording in November. Um, we had one session then. We had our second session last weekend, which is I mean we're two weeks into January now, so it's pretty sporadic, really. But I mean. I try and you doing that with um, Amy and someone else? Yeah, Amy and uh, Eden from our D&D group and uh, Mark, who was in our uh, Star Wars uh, group. Sort of, oh, um, cool. Sort of patching together a, <laughs> a new group from people who've have done other stuff with. But it was kind of like, I, I think I put something out on Facebook originally, being like, hey, are we doing Call of Cthulhu, any takers kind of thing? And maybe took a couple of posts before I got anybody biting. Well, I was um, like going to say to you, I was like, I didn't know if you were going to do it in person because I think you record in person, don't we you? We do normally, yeah. I mean, it, 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 how this Call of Cthulhu has actually worked out is that um, actually Eden, who normally comes over in person when we do D&D, &D, um, is Skyping in, essentially. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of a little bit unplanned that it would be, you know, over half the group is, you know, Skyping in. But... Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it's working out all right. I mean, um, Mark, who's uh, playing... Uh, what's his character's name? I haven't got my notes in front of me. Alistair. That's, where, that's who he's playing. Uh, he he only lives like two roads away from me, so he just walks around. So <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Uh, but, um, so me, me and my group are all really close friends. I mm. think that's why it works out so well. Yeah. Um, and none of us have got that much going on at the minute, apart from having kids, but... Like, I think it's just, like, also an excuse to, like, still talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not really an excuse. There's a reason, you know. Yeah, it is. That, and, it, yeah. So, I, and I really, really look forward to those every other Sundays. Yeah. Like, I can't wait. Like, even if my, like, friends, like, going out on a night out or something, I'll be like, I'd rather be sober and stay home so I can get up early for D&D. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I will never tell them. I wish I, I wish we could play and record more often. Really, I mean, it's 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 just a little bit tricky to organise sometimes. Um, I think. Well, we've all got. I think the main barrier with us is that we all have different weird little working patterns. Um, so I kind you of work, work night shifts. So. Yeah, well, I, d I don't work full night shifts. I work generally till about one in the morning. Um, but Eden, Thanks. yeah, Eden works full night shifts. He's a night porter at a hotel. Probably shouldn't be saying that. I haven't named the hotel. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, he works full night shifts. Um, the other two are kind of on days. So it's sort of finding a, you know, a day that we're all got an evening free that isn't going to completely screw up somebody's sleeping pattern is a bit tricky sometimes. Um, so, mm. I mean, uh, in an ideal world, I'd be, you know, we're recording every other week or something and we'd have a huge backlog of <laughs> stuff. But um yeah. Do you do like four or five hour sessions? Yeah, about, you, about three and a half, how do you four hours. How do you record to building it up? Um, well, I, I mean, we record when we're, well, when we're doing D&D &D and everyone's in the room, I've got like four separate mics. 
um, that generally tend to just go into one channel. So it's not, <laughs> considering I did like music tech and audio engineering, it's pretty, you know, I'm not, it's I'm big, not yeah. yeah, I'm not pleased with myself on that one really. It's <laughs> a bit basic. Scary and expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, we, so we record that and we'll record for about three and a half, four hours. Uh, and I'll cut that into three episodes basically. Cause our episodes are okay. about an hour long and, We've gotten a bit better over the over the time of not having so many tangents and things, which <laughs> is a real can be a real problem. Um, mm. But it, I mean, it depends on you know different groups and stuff. The uh, we tend to be a bit more focused on the D and D ones. But where we were doing, we had uh, our first season of our Star Wars story last summer, yeah. and uh, there was a new group, and you know everybody's still getting used to each other and stuff. And that was a bit more complicated and uh, of a story to try and tell as well because we were kind of leaning a bit more into the, the sort of uh audio drama sort of side of things rather than like we're still playing the game but it was you know it's less improv a little bit mean? yeah i mean they were still you know they're still very much playing the game but i it was a bit mm. more kind of not on rails but i had to be a bit sort of less permissive when it came to like them going oh no let's just go over here and do this you know <laughs> or whatever um, um um did you feel did you feel like sympathy with Nikolai then when we did curse we're always <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is about our group but we're just like we get so invested in the story we do but we love chatting don't we yeah I think it's it's one of those yeah it's one of those things where t- trying to keep people on rails is I what generally when I'm DMing I don't like to be too sort of railroady with it but when you mm. have to it's yeah like you say it's a little bit sort of like, okay you know herding cats kind of thing <laughs> yeah i think i think my husband is really good with improv mm. um like if some if we're just being annoying like sometimes because you just dicks to the dm on you like <laughs> oh yeah I, <laughs> especially I know. when they're yeah. playing npcs and, <laughs> and like he'll just have like his strategy i think is just to make a character that's just like no fuck you like you know a really gruff character they'll be like no you're not doing this or you're not doing that and I think um, with Jamie, he, bless him, he, because Michael literally turned up and he's like, I may have made like two NPCs you might have to fight, but I haven't got the statistics, so I'll just make it up as I go along. Yeah. And if we say, can we do this? He goes, yeah, sure. Well, whatever. <laughs> but Jamie's like written the Chronicle. Mm. Like he has made his own universe. Like he's intricate politics characters and finding like such a i think at the beginning of season two is like such a struggle it's a bit of a shock for, for the system for us to adapt yeah because it's like how about you go to npc and be like how about you go talk to this man in town he'll have more ideas and be like can we stop talking to men in towns in the different houses <laughs> <laughs> like every house had like you know like an extra character yeah i mean he's when we first uh, he even had like six characters in a set of caravans we were traveling in and then the next session he was like we we're still confused on who was who and <laughs> yeah. he's like i've <laughs> i've had to delete two characters because maybe there was too many so <laughs> their styles are so different yeah so the finale was very cinematic which was really interesting i find i'm I, i'm sort of when i'm dming i'm kind of a little bit more towards um the second version there <laughs> i've kind of but then yeah. that, that's kind of we're, where we're running a bit well, you know there's maybe combat every three four episodes it's more it's a little bit more heavier on the the role playing so i do have to have a bit more planned out and because we are do, we're doing ours in a, a sort of my own homebrew world as well so trying yeah. to keep a sort of you know vaguely kind of cohesive setting is uh i don't know i i that, that, I, I have fun writing that kind of stuff and that that's we're also going to yeah. be doing some of that on these bonus episodes of sort of world building stuff where I'm going to get someone else on who's one of the players or whatever, and we're going to sort of look at a, you know, be like, okay, today let's look at this town. Let's come up with some cool stuff for there and stuff. I don't know. That's such a good idea. I think one of the ones that I try and make very storytelling-y is our Call of Cthulhu. Mm. Like, we tend to play, like, when someone can't. So it'll be usually, like, we'll, it'll be three of us. We'll be like, oh, let's just do Call of Cthulhu because my husband can just, like, bang them out, like, yeah. spooky stories. And I that's when I, like, 
make the music super spooky and <laughs> I spend like hours making it and like try and feel like a proper story. But you know what I struggle with is like to adding music to my podcast and you know when there's like a break when everyone's having banter, it's like, do I just turn off the music and fade it out and then fade it back in yeah. after the banter? Like, <laughs> it's, it's tricky it's to so know. Hard. Yeah, because obviously all, all, all of ours, I mean, we did our, our first six episodes of our D&D was sort of like fairly basic. And I think after that, I even upgraded all our microphones and everything. Uh, but after um, that, we had sound effects and music in every episode. So it's just something you kind of get used to. It's sort of knowing, like, right, okay, I could probably leave this scene with no music, and then you go. I, I kind really of really good with sound effects. I don't have the patience to add it sound does effects. Take a while, but I've kind of got I've got like enough of a toolbox kind of built up at this point. Like I, I sort of I've got a, a lot of the, the like the spell sound effects I use are from like Skyrim and and oblivion and stuff like that or like they're from like mods people have made for them where i've just been able to be like i will take those wav files and <laughs> drop them but then uh, i've since you know what yeah. i've actually just organized my music folder mm. into call of cthulhu that's a good idea because then you can just be like e. okay so let's look at the call of cthulhu library that's basically what how i've got my sound effects organized now like even if i can't find the music i want it takes me like over half an hour or an hour to find the right music and yeah. that is slows down editing so much because you have a backlog but at the moment because we've had really short sessions because of the time difference i'm literally editing like splitting because i'm really brutal with editing so i'll usually cut like an hour out and sh of shit out of it yeah um and so i'm like on the line editing like on the day we record like i have to edit that same day hmm that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I've like run. Yeah. It, it feels bad <laughs> on a Sunday. Like immediately finish, like you finish the session immediately like, well, we could have done without that bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool because it, it sounds really, really lame, but I really like listening back to my sessions. It is fun. I do. I, I think there's, there's a lot of moaning about editing that goes on in the like the RPG podcast like community, but like... I do enjoy it. It just takes a while. I think it's more that it's the time it takes. And, and I think that that is self like self-imposed of me. Cause like sound effects, but then I write all of our music. I'm not using yeah, like, that is intense. Yeah, it's, it was a mistake. I shouldn't have decided to do this. <laughs> but, <laughs> I am. Um, um, I use all uh, eight bit music for our D and D campaign. Oh, right on. Give it um, kind of like an old school RPG sort of vibe. Uh, so I'm a bit worried about, because I've used Final Fantasy music. Oh, right, I'm a bit yeah. worried about that. <laughs> but <laughs> I found a guy, um, and he takes all anime soundtracks and makes them into 8-bit. Okay. And I actually got his permission to use it. So I've been using his quite a lot. Yeah, you're, you're probably in the clear. I think where it's like, you know, the 8-bit the sort of style is, yeah. It's not like you've taken like a full CD of like, fully produced orchestra music and then just like put it on in the background yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just made me nervous but at the same time who's gonna listen <laughs> who's gonna get <laughs> i did um, that we, we did get a because uh, i've started uploading ours to youtube i did get a copyright um warning on one of ours but that was really? it was the last episode of um a star wars one and it was that was the only one i've gotten one on and i know i got a copyright warning on that one because that was the one where I was so rushed to get it finished that I just said, like, oh, fuck it, I'll just use some of the original music. <laughs> John it, Williams, help yeah, me. And it picked it up with the guys talking over it and everything. So the, the quiet, like, it didn't, like, block the audio. Like, you can still listen to it on that, but it's just like, yeah, okay. Just, just It was basically like a careful now kind of warning. <laughs> it's YouTube bots, man. Yeah. They're smart. But um, so I'm, I'm, you know... I'm a little bit more kind of. I feel kind of justified in writing our own because then I'm I'm like yeah okay well this is you know this is our soundtrack plus I've been able to put out the you know the soundtrack albums on Bandcamp which nobody ever listens to. Um, but it's, <laughs> I know. it's fine. I can feel better about myself. I can be like hey I put out an album this year. It's like well yeah three people downloaded it. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey man, it's I fine. always say like. We've recorded our sessions and we always said it's 
mostly just for us as players to listen back to because we're really lame and find ourselves really funny and <laughs> <laughs> enjoy playing so much. Well, that, that's kind of it at the end of the, you know, if you're having fun, that's, you know, that's all that matters really, isn't it? Yeah, and but at the same time, like my husband would be like looking at the stats on his SoundCloud app, being like, "Oh, this many people listened. This many people listened." I'm pretty terrible um, for that. It's like I, I yeah, have I have our addictive. stats page open on a tab the whole time, and like I have like an evening where I'm just like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not feeling great about stuff," and I just can't stop myself refreshing that tab, going like, "Yep, that number's not going up." You know, <laughs> just no. Yeah, it's not good. I should stop doing it. But um, got a lot of um, yeah. on SoundCloud. Like we've had a massive problem with bots, all right. Um, giving us fake listens, so it's been really frustrating. Tough to know who's a natural listener and who's a bot. I suppose it doesn't. Does it really? Luckily, luckily they're not like um, sophisticated. Like it will literally say in the stats, like free listens dot org or whatever. Okay, that's oh, that's obviously a bot. On one yeah. track. <laughs> but it's yeah. frustrating when I look at the overall tracks and the. And you'll be like, well, that one got like 250 listens, but that's because there's been a bot on it. Yeah. At least you can figure it out, though, if it's saying who's listened to it. I was just thinking, like, I'm, I always ask people this, you know, I'm really nosy. How do you <laughs> feel about like the community? Like it's so oversaturated and blah, blah, blah. Um, what, in terms of like, there's quite a lot of RPG podcasts and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. It's kind of a bit of a sort of like the more the merrier kind of thing. If people are having fun doing it, that's good. Um, it does make it a little trickier to get sort of noticed, I think, if there's like 50 other people, you know, doing the same thing, if that makes sense. I mean, 50 is a low number <laughs> probably for this. But um, I think I, mean, I was talking to um, Nikolai and Dragon about this when we were at Dragon Meet, and I think it's you, you tend to sort of see the people who put up five to six episodes and then stop doing it they tend to drop away and that it's just really? yeah i mean that we we, we kind of noted that there's a um there's a bit of a sort of 18 month kind of hump you know <laughs> it, oh, people kind of make it to about 18 months or so and then they'll they'll either carrying it on or they're just they'll stop and yeah oh this, I mean, this might just be like you know that's all that that's all that we've seen, and it's totally not a thing. But it's um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But then you 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 see the same names cropping up. So I think the mm. the people who are kind of serious about it and do sort of you know put the effort in do tend to kind of rise to the top. Not rise to the top. That's it's it's not a competition. I, I know yeah. what I'm trying to say. You know you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But it's yeah it's a, it's good to meet more people doing the same thing. Is is how I I, I like to think of it. Because everybody's yeah, got their I own do. take on it and stuff. Do enjoy the community, especially on Twitter. Mm. Um, I get, I do get frustrated with it sometimes because I just feel like it's a dark void of people shouting out other people constantly. Oh, like a bit of a circular Follow Friday yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Follow Friday. That's kind of fun because yeah. like, I love gifts. But like on other things, it's like, well, I want to listen to a new podcast. I'm like. Do you though, or are you just trying to set up a massive shout out thread? <laughs> it, I, I have seen a few of those people recently where there's there's quite obviously one or two people who they've got to be constantly searching like the terms looking for new podcast or something. Um, there are so many. Yeah. Like once I actually replied like <laughs> to like an because all these people, this person's like, I would like to listen to a mystery podcast, and there's like all these D and D people like listen to my podcast. I'm like. No, I'm going to make a legit suggestion. Yeah. You know, like a true crime podcast that everyone's heard of. Mm. Because this person ain't going to listen to D&D podcasts. Yeah, they weren't asking for RPG stuff. They just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always, I'm always, well, I'm, I'm pretty bad at Twitter anyway, but like, I'm always a little bit wary with those kind of threads because like, you know, I'm all for like, promote, you know, promoting my friends and stuff, but Generally, the like you say, the person asking the question isn't asking for RPG podcasts most of the time. They're just saying, I'm looking for a new podcast, and they immediately get piled on by like five or six different RPG podcasts who also then push out another ten names to them. And I feel yeah, if, if I yeah, if I put out like a tweet just saying like, Oh, I'm you know, hmm, I'm wondering what to listen to, and I got like immediately like dog piled by like <laughs> ten people being like, Listen to my D and D I'd be like, I'm not I'm not gonna listen to any of these, you know. <laughs> 
I don't know if that makes me like a bad podcast fan or whatever. I, I just, yeah, I really actually don't listen to that many other RPG podcasts. Really, you know, I've, I, well, really one, I, I don't want to get kind of like um, influenced by anybody, you know, because then there's obviously the thing comes up of like, oh, no, you listen to that podcast and you stole their ideas. And it's like, well, if I don't listen to anybody, I can't steal their ideas <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, but, we feel the same way. Like, yeah. Ty doesn't even listen to it our own podcast because he doesn't he like he doesn't want anything to change the way he plays yeah listen to any other rpg podcasts apart from obviously ones i've been in because i like listening to myself (laughs) (laughs) and and like the good times we've had but because i'm scared that it will play as well yeah you don't want it to bleed into yeah i've never played with other people apart from these three guys. Hmm. And the Curse husband. Crew. Yeah, and the Curse Crew. Like, that was the first time I played with, like, absolute strangers. Hmm. Like, really nerve-wracking for me because I was like, I don't know anything about RPing. I can barely build a character sheet. <laughs> um, but obviously I had been playing a long time with my little crew because um, my husband introduced me to it and he wanted to involve me. Yeah. Where, when did you, wh- how long have you been playing then, like overall, just sort of, wh- when did you come to, uh, to role-playing games? <laughs> Bringing when it back we... to the interview thing, see, I'm, I'm not completely yeah. useless at this. <laughs> You're a good interviewer. Um, since we moved to Japan, um, like a social aspect of like, it was just me and my husband and that's like not healthy. Yeah. Like, um, but I think like Mike, Jamie and Ty started I think they RP'd in high school. Right. And then they tried to text RPG in like a messenger thread. So sort of this like DMs, the DMs just like typing everything out kind of thing. And... Yeah. Um, which I used to do on anime forums, mm. which which is weird. But like I used to join <laughs> in with, um, like I used to go on a Tenshi Moyo fanfic archive. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, Tenshi Moyo fanfic archive was like this huge board um, and I had a lot of like online friends that I ended up meeting in real life. Yeah. Um, and they used to do RPG like just RPs, and I used to like casually join in there. But it was never you had stats or anything; it was purely role play. Just like I do this, and then I say this, and yeah. And then the DM, <laughs> the DM DMs you and says, "Don't do that. Edit your post." <laughs> 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 and then when I moved to Japan and then he was like, let's do this. I was like, you have to make a sheet for me because um, I don't know what this is. This looks too hard. <laughs> then we did that for a couple of years until we had kids. Hmm. And then when we come back to England, we started doing it again. So I, I don't know. I'd say seriously, probably about three or four years. Yeah. Still, so so it's pretty play. much, it's, did you say it was, was it mainly D&D you played when you, when you first started um, then? And Yeah. And then you, you've kind of kept that up on the podcast and obviously branching out with Call of Cthulhu and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I love Call of Cthulhu. I think it's maybe my favourite system because we play them as one shot. So it's always, mm. I don't know, it's always resolved at the end and it's always like, I love Monster of the Week type things. Yeah. And I I'm, love it. I'm finding the system very interesting like, because I hadn't played it before, before our first recording session of it, basically. Um, Mm. so it was a bit of a kind of, um, I think it it was a bit of a sort of change of pace, I think from D and D and stuff like quite literally the pacing I found was different. Uh, I think because we're not really doing it so much as, um, a monster of the week type thing. It's more of a kind of, these guys are sort of, they're not, uh, cause your characters are like a detective agency, right? Am am I right in thinking that? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Whereas our, our player characters are very much like just random people who happen to get swept up oh. in a thing so it's it's a bit more of a sort of i don't know i'm, I'm finding pacing wise it's a little slower than our D thing which isn't necessarily a bad thing because we've got a lot really? of yeah we've got well no i think that just might be the way i'm running it where i'm a little bit sort of new to the system but i think it works because we've had quite a lot of fun sort of uh there's a lot of room in there for like a lot of role play and character conversations and things, which I, I quite like, which often in D and D it's, it's kind of, okay, we're talking about the task at hand or like we're talking about this character we just met or whatever, but this, that I don't know. It might just be <laughs> you know, 
roll of the dice of like how this group is interacting whatever but it's yeah it's I, i'm enjoying it it's, it's a different sort of different kind of vibe to it and that and see when this I've, yeah with this, i love when the, this the dice rolls are my favorite because mm. they're so extreme oh yeah that, um, that was a bit of a <laughs> bit of an adjustment <laughs> like one of our characters died like <laughs> <laughs> and and when we've done one shots of Call of Cthulhu, like I don't mind dying, yeah, like because it's always epic and silly, um, but and it's always like within like a like I don't know, Mike's always like tends to do it in like small English villages. Mm. That's kind of what we're doing as well. I'm, I've I've made like a um kind of like a fake version of the town I actually live in, <laughs> just oh, wow. giving it a slightly different name, and it's set in the thirties. Sort of thing for well, the 30s i was gonna say yeah what area are you playing in we're doing we always do the 20s i think that's kind of the default in the book is it's assuming 1920s yeah. I, I think i because i'd had some sort of plot ideas of like i didn't want it to be too close to world war one but there's still to be some sort of fallouts from it just mm. based on some story stuff which i won't say here because those episodes haven't gone up yet <laughs> but um yeah so i don't know it was just a kind of a bit of a well, it was a bit of story focused thing, and then also because I wanted there to be kind of people that they could run into in the town who are sort of loosely based on real people, and I had this fun idea that maybe they could run into my granddad and his brother as kids, uh... sort of thing. Um, and I, <laughs> I had them, but I had the, my granddad and his brother walking along the road, and I, I made sure to even say, I think it was Amy at the time. I was like, "Yeah, so you see two young boys walking along, thinking like, okay." You know, I pointed it out as like a kind of here's a here's some people you can talk to, and she was just like, okay, I continue smoking my cigarette. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to talk to? Them? Yeah, no, I didn't want to push the thing. I didn't, yeah, because I I didn't have anything particular for them to contribute to the story. I was just like, it'd be fun to put some stuff in from like real life. And that, I have to but, return. Yeah, I'll I'll bring them up. Yeah, that I'll I'll come up with a way. It'd be fine. <laughs> but yeah, that that was kind of my thought. It was like, okay, we'll do like a sort of much smaller kind of slightly spookier version of the town i'm in with without the giant town next door you know <laughs> what monsters thing. have you had in cthulhu then or well, is it ghosts or uh well we haven't really got to that point in the episodes that are up so far so i don't really want well actually even in the bits that we've recorded but there's there's definitely something creepy going on uh, and it's it's a little bit of a kind of custom sort of creature type thing i'm thinking but um yeah I, I don't really want to spoil it too much but um had humunculoid humunculus okay yeah and that was that was funny but that that was really weird <laughs> no. the, the, the descriptions are a little tricky to grab in uh well i used, you know where i've got i've gone through the book and that i'm thinking like how am i going to describe this in a way that doesn't sound silly <laughs> a lot of the time yeah, they do always like my husband even puts quite quite a comedic effect on it like they were like hey <laughs> <laughs> just some like but, really yeah, light-hearted really like homunculi <laughs> little towns folk like hey good morning <laughs> well the characters are like what is actually happening <laughs> Everybody's like super upbeat about everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Call of Cthulhu. I'll play that all day long. Yeah. I like I say I, I, I am enjoying it on ours. It's um it's something a bit different and we'll see how this I, I you know, I don't even know how this is gonna end yet. We've done the first uh we've got the first four episodes of it recorded. I've no idea how long it's gonna go on for because <laughs> they keep th the players as usual keep throwing curveballs at me. Um <laughs> I had a whole scene planned, uh, which was going to be like at the end of the second episode, which would lead to like a big cliffhanger. And it, again, it was with Amy's character. <laughs> and I was expecting her to like go one way, which, which, which would lead to this big kind of shocking kind of thing. And she's just like, nah, I don't want to go in there. And just walked off. And I was like, oh, okay. Um. Oh my God. <laughs> But like that was my own fault really because like if i'd have thought about it it'd be like yeah okay well, why would her character go in there but like it's yeah so it's i suppose because it's a new game like i've run D D for years so i can kind of you know not predict but you get a good idea of like okay if i do this the players are likely to do this sort of thing but where i haven't really run a lot of call of cthulhu it's you know it's, it's a new experience for me <laughs> yeah that's why um maybe i don't know i'm not a dm but maybe it's that's why it's a bit easier when people have like proper jobs and stuff because they would have like the motivation to want and go to investigate and yeah 
Yeah, I can see that no, working. because I've been um, a journalist mm. before and and then with detectives. Yeah. Um, so you kind of like, you know, everyone loves being a detective. They, and they've got a reason to be investigating as well. Yeah. Any bit you do not like is where you have to roll for sanity and you know a situation for roll for sanity is coming up and it's like, do you touch the scary ornament? Do you look into its eyes? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big hint there of like, do you do you do yeah. the thing that's going to make you have to roll? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Oh fuck. <laughs> got his paint. Um, so what have you got coming up next on, on the podcast there? Because like I say, you've just wrapped up um, your second season of D&D. Are you doing more, more Cthulhu? Um, I might have asked this earlier, actually. Uh, I think we're going to see... Well, Ty's being very cagey about how long he wants to run Chronicles of Darkness. Oh, yeah, of course. World, World I, think he's, um, I think he's nervous about, like... Because the Shadowrun game didn't go very well. I, I personally think it was quite good because I was... I was like, come on, guys, let's just role play. Let's just improv. So I think he's nervous, <laughs> like, after Shadowrun. And because it kind of, like, you know, like, slowly faded out and no one played it. And it's mm. kind of sad. He says he's going to do four sessions. Um, it'll be about two months worth of episodes. But I think hopefully it'll go on a bit longer. And yeah. He'll get his DM hat on and be satisfied with a conclusion. Oh, that's cool. Um, and like you say, it's going to be a kind of I cyberpunk if, like, type thing stats for different seasons like different um systems do you find if you jump around what's that kind of getting my head around the different stats or how do you mean oh, i mean like it, on your listeners like do you find people oh listener stats um yeah do they drop off if you ch- change a different system because we've never done it long term we've only done it as one shots I've definitely seen a couple of sort of bumps but they could be down to other things like our first time we switched away from D&D uh, we had a kind of crossover with uh, uh, my friends um, uh, Liam, Matt, and Paul do a Star Trek podcast, and they came over Ooh. and played Star Trek Adventures, and that was just as that game system was coming out. So we had a big bump in listens there, but also they were pushing it quite a lot on their podcast and things. So I don't know if what's you know <laughs> what co- what caused the bump there, um, but I do tend to find because we do these sort of short story arcs that it, there's always a bit of a spike on the first episode sort of thing so yeah it's I, it's it's tricky to know really and then depends depends what people are interested in there every time we say we're switching we do give people a sort of bit of notice like so you know starting next week you know shadow run or starting next week call of cthulhu and every time yeah. we have had a couple of people sort of saying like oh i'll be interested in listening to that so we are picking up people who are more interested in that system each time i think is whether they stick around for the other stuff that's the uh <laughs> that's the thing yeah. Also, I have another question for you. I know you're the interviewer. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's more of a casual conversation slash interview. Uh, what, um, like we never, hardly ever address the listener. Okay. And that's like a bad thing. Um, no, it's just a difference. I mean, we don't really do it in game at all. Yeah, I, I it's just, just you do the voiceover. Yeah, I do you? like an in intro and an outro where I'm like. You know, I sort of do announcements and stuff up top, and and then at the at the end, I'll sort of be like, you know, thanks for listening. If you want to, you know, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot here and there. But in game, it's really only if we're making a joke and we're breaking the fourth wall and stuff, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Uh, um, a bit embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's fine. I mean. I, I did, um, obviously you did the manga cast first, but uh, um, I did before this, I did a, like five years of a sort of just general kind of nerd sort of geek pop culture thing with um, with my friend Nathan, who then moved away. You? I did, yeah, for like five years. It's not online anymore because I stopped paying the um, hosting fees when we finished doing it. But um, oh. yeah, it was, it was, so we kind of got all of the sort of awkwardness about talking into microphones and stuff out of the way and that and the first couple of episodes of that are like they're they're not they're not good <laughs> let's put it that way like we're both like oh okay i guess we let's how about we talk about you know <laughs> that kind of yeah vibe. we tried doing a free flow couple of episodes for the manga forum like mm-hmm. usually we read like one to three volumes of a manga and then we have something to talk about yeah and we're like let's try free flow chill chat and it was so bad <laughs> 
yeah. um, and then my partner's like i can see her googling stuff and i'm like babe <laughs> talk to me <laughs> yeah it does take some getting used to just to sort of just being able to kind of you know talk kind of naturally i think on a microphone you, you sort of i mean we very much were like i mean it was just me and my mate we didn't have any kind of uh illusions about anybody wanting to listen to us and even then we were super awkward um so it just i think it just comes with time and like i've got to the point now where like mostly i, I mean i'll type up a kind of loose script when i do my intro and outro bit but yeah. like i'm pretty much doing it in one take every time just sort of okay here's what i want to say it's just more to remind me of what i want to say whereas before and i was like, like much- we want to do a bonus episode where we shouted out all of the like loyal listeners yeah because on soundcloud you can see like so and so has listened to it like 200 times that's a good idea we didn't bring ourselves to do it because we just felt like eight-year-olds with like tape recorders like (laughs) hey this is the Mike and Alexa show we're just like can't do it it's too embarrassing that is how it kind of feels at first though that's that's really I mean my, my old show was called sup dude which is like a <laughs> stupid name. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, no. it was kind of, you know, we were stuck for names and we're like, we always realize like whenever we like meet, I were like, hey, sup, dude? You know, it was just kind of how we would <laughs> sort of greet each other every time. So Love it just it. was like, well, we'll call the podcast that. But that was very much how those early episodes of that were. It was like, we feel real, you know, kind of dumb, you know, a yeah. little bit sort of like, okay, I guess this is, we're going to talk about this and stuff, you know. It's, <laughs> we're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you, you get kind of used to it and that. I mean, it's oh, it's it's interesting. Funny. But like like you say, you put the put the time in, you get used to it. But yeah, sort Found of. my acting was like I think. I, did I tell you guys like I got feedback of someone, and I can't remember who it was, but they found me on Discord. He said that I was iffy. Oh. On good. the first couple of episodes. Oh, I think you did mention this to me actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I think. It's true. I don't think I was so bad, but definitely compared to then versus now, like I am acting. It's not really constructive feedback, though, really, is it? Just to be like, oh, that's a bit iffy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I do see where he's coming from because I don't speak very much because I was just like, I don't know. I was thinking I still had like baby brain. Hmm. <laughs> I was shy, like... I think it took me like quite a long time in Curse as well to really like. I need to go back and listen to the first few episodes of that. I I forget what we did and stuff in the early episodes. But... I mean, Matt made it very easy to oh, like. Yeah, Matt just dived straight in. Yeah, you can tell he is like, like he's always looking for like the puzzles and mm. like he's very quick on catching on to Nikolai's NPCs and places and where we're going whereas i'm just the type of person who like cannot keep up <laughs> that makes me sound stupid but i, I was really I find- bad i was really bad at remembering place names and character names like i knew who we were talking to but like it'd be like oh no that was in that town and i'd be like okay i know it was one of the two i don't remember where we were you know? like, i know what we were doing like- but i can't remember there's like a couple of place names that were vaguely similar and i just in my brain i hadn't I hadn't, I don't know, it's probably, it's 100% my fault because Nikolai's a great DM, but like, yeah. I just hadn't, like, you know, kind of distinguished them enough in my own brain. So I kept thinking, like, I know what the two place names are. I don't know which one we were at. And same with, like, yeah. it, it, like say you were talking to this guy and, like, and it'd say a character name. And in my brain, I was like, I've heard that name before. I don't remember who it was, you know. I feel like we kept changing their nickname so much that I genuinely had oh, the, no yeah, idea who anyone that, was. That was 100% <laughs> our fault. We didn't, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really bad with... I'm, I'm like it in real life as well, so it's not just like... I'm, I'm not doing it to be rude in game or anything. I'm just I'm bad with names. Like, I'm, really bad I'm fine with faces. Like, I remember story. everybody I've talked to. I just like... Unless I'm speaking to them a lot, and often I forget the name, especially if I've only been introduced once or something. I don't know. It's yeah. I find it hard. I remember once, like, Ty and Mike and I did a Call of Cthulhu, and they were like getting very annoying when we've just explained the situation and the plan for what we're going to do. And then you say, So, what's the plan? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, Okay, I need to step up my game and be like super engaged. 
yeah like it's something I, I need to work on as well no i found it hard in kurt as well like I, I feel very i felt very on edge when like i didn't know anyone and like it's different with <laughs> a, new, a new group and that i suppose as well yeah. but we, we've been doing um plummet recently and see that i've been quite like obviously nikolai's running it and I've, you know i've known him for a while now and that so that that's good and uh amy and bellary are both in that as well so there was a bit of sort of you know familiar there yeah, you um, get confident like i like when we came back for the reunion i felt like a different woman like i was like you're confident like i know these people yeah like i'm so ready for the story and i mean when, when did we, when did we like, start curse it was like february was it something like that no yeah i don't even know it went on for a long time so it's hard to say mm. I'm t- i got a bad memory it's not good <laughs> i've forgotten like whole people i went to school with that's how bad it is <laughs> and like my friends will bring it i'll be like hey remember when this person did this and i'll be like i don't even remember that person let alone when they did that <laughs> i don't even remember a lot of stuff that happened before i had a child for a while like my husband would be like remember when we went to see this or we went on this road trip in japan i'd be like I literally do not remember that at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably one of my biggest weaknesses as a player is staying properly engaged, which I'm not proud of, but I do try. Yeah. I think I need to get better at taking notes. Um, um, I think I used to be like, why are people writing down things all the time? Now I'm like, okay, now I understand. <laughs> like when we're recording over Discord, I find it because I'm sat on my computer. It's like... I've got I've got a really loud keyboard, so I'm, try, I'm trying to be like considerate to my microphone picking up my keyboard noise and ruining the recording, so I don't uh, type. But like I can't be bothered to sit at my computer and write in my notebook, if you know what I mean. So uh, but I, I just need, never I need thought to get about better. doing it. To be fair, like, yeah. And I think part of it is that I'm used to being the DM as well, so like I know you know I know the stuff because we're running it in my world, you know my world i've written all the yeah. stuff myself like i you know any notes i've got in front of me are my like world building notes rather than anything else because i know what's going to happen so and i know who the characters are so i'm not used to writing down like we met this person here we met this person here this person is this you know and i need to get out of dm mode and into player mode and i'm really bad at that so this is basically yeah. it's been a <laughs> this has been an hour-long um conversation to apologize to nikolai for being uh, a terrible player yeah, <laughs> yeah both of us <laughs> if you ever felt that way yeah that's right um, i'll get him I on here at some point we'll do a similar conversation and i'll uh i'll apologize to him in person but <laughs> and send send my apologies to yeah you. <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like i don't know the reunion was so good i was really happy with yeah that. that was fun even with barry spilling soy sauce on the bed <laughs> it was actually my fault <laughs> It was kind Let's of funny go. though. It was just like <laughs> there was just a pause, and then just there's soy sauce on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to clean up his mess, and he'd left it open. So when I moved it, it spilled, and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I'm just glad we weren't recording in my hotel room. We were doing it because <laughs> I was like, I've only got one bed in here, and if you guys spill soy sauce on it, <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, we're we're making it smell in here, like there's cans everywhere. Like I feel so bad for those guys. So I tried to clean up, and they're like, don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was fun though, and we uh, we 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 finished off um, curse quite nicely, I think. <laughs> like Bellary did such a good job. I wonder if he thought of switching characters. I mean, I feel like he didn't seem too surprised by it. At least. I don't remember him being that surprised, so maybe it was kind of like a thing ahead of time. And obviously, like, they had sort of planned out that he wasn't going to be playing Karen from the beginning, so he must have known a little bit about what was going on. I feel, that's what I always wonder, like, Bellary is, like, loves going on a tangent, but he plays characters really well. Yeah, so you think of the tangents is all like a smokescreen for him to be, Nerd. like, secretly, <laughs> like... <laughs> Through his characters. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are just really good, though. Like, Matt's really quick as well. Yeah. I'd say the same as my friend Jamie. I think he's so good when he's a player. He's so on the ball, so quick with jokes. Like, good. Yeah. I feel like I'm, it depends what character I'm playing. Like, when I'm when I'm DMing, I can 
be fairly quick if I've got an idea of what's going on in the scene anyway, you know, because I'm sort of in like a comfortable space. Um, I, th I found with Curse I was having a little trouble with Osmond with, you know, comebacks to Matt's like cyberbullying of me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it was a lot of... Uh, yeah, like, I felt like Osmond was a bit of like the, you know, getting... <laughs> and it, it was he was catching a lot of flack that was undeserved. And like, I didn't Actually, have a good... Yeah. We all know that Osmond moved a sheet with the knife. He did not stab a baby. I know, but so that was in the first episode, and then, then I got treated to 24 episodes of being like, oh yeah, well, Osmond stabs babies. And like, <laughs> but I had no good response to it other than just like, oh, I'm going to get you one day, Tubbs. And like... <laughs> <laughs> well, then it all turned on us burning Tubbs, so... Yeah. <laughs> but really um, badly. it depends but then in, I've been playing uh, Igneous in the, on the Plummet series and mm. like I found it a bit easier to be making jokes and stuff so I'm doing like quite a thick West Country accent and things which was a mistake because like I can't do it with like if I've got a sore throat or anything <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's fun though I really want to listen to that just because of Emily 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 Darkness. Ebony Darkness, yeah. Um, Ebony Darkness. He's yeah. <laughs> I think he's only, he only plays that character for like two episodes, and then he's just like, no, Ebony Darkness walks off. <laughs> walks off. <laughs> it's so quite funny. Funny. Like, I think that's the only one of Barry's characters to survive so far, because um, he decided not to play it anymore. <laughs> but, I get yeah, really should... attached. In D and D, I get so attached to my characters. Yeah. If, if the DM tried to kill one of mine, I'd be so cross. <laughs> well, Plummet might not be the series for you then. <laughs> <laughs> if you know from the beginning not to get invested. Yeah, you can't get too attached because it's very, um, it's quite hack and slash sort of thing. And there's a lot of uh, rules in it for like, okay, so this goes wrong. You can very easily lose a limb or something or just, yeah. You can't get too Do attached. <laughs> it's, it's it's another one of um, Nikolai's sort of custom systems. Sort okay. Of thing. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. I'd check it out. Um, I think... Oh, I will. I don't know how many episodes are up now. Maybe 10, maybe 11. But, yeah, we're a few I weeks will. ahead, basically, in recording. So, yeah, check it out. And listeners as well, you will check it out. There we go. Now I'm addressing the listener. <laughs> and listen to the Dead Horse podcast. <laughs> Available on iTunes and other things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was about to say, um, well, we're at about an hour. Should we we can um, we can wrap things up with uh, plugging uh, plugging everything. But um, yeah, there you go. Check out the Dead Horse podcast on uh, well, was it SoundCloud, iTunes, all the places? Uh, yeah, Podbean, other third party apps. That I don't know the name of. Yeah, I found mine keeps like. I, I look on mine because obviously the stats say where people are listening from. I'm just like that. I haven't even heard of that app, so I don't know where they've got Same. this from. I was also on Stitcher. Yes, yes. Anymore. I don't know if that was more well. of a 2012 sort of app. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was <laughs> like five years ago. It was like, oh, Stitcher. It's an alternative to like iTunes, and it's still going. But like, I don't know anyone who uses Stitcher. I've got it installed. <laughs> I've got it installed to check that my episodes are going up, and that's about it. We are now on Spotify as well. Oh, SoundCloud doesn't let us go on Spotify. Uh, so it's a beat, like, because my, my, um, I host on Podbean. There's actually a, um, an option where you can pretty much just one button click and it will go like, okay, we'll submit it to Spotify. Yeah. Manga so. Forum's on Dibsyn, so it goes on Spotify as well. But mm. SoundCloud don't, don't yeah. have that uh, luxury for some reason. Never mind. Yeah, that's a shame. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. For, yeah, this is the very first bonus episode, so um, thanks for... A fun interview. <laughs> I hope you had, a, had fun. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I should probably actually do my normal wrap-up so I don't have Good to edit it. much. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll be back uh, next week with the second episode of our Call of Cthulhu storyline. Uh, in the meantime, you can contact us on Twitter and Facebook. We are at Pretend With Dice on both of those. Uh, you can email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Outlook there you go. That's an email address. Um, and you can find Dead Horse. Is it just at Dead Horse or actually at Horse Podcast? At Horse Podcast. <laughs> Do you get a lot of like confused like horse enthusiasts clicking onto it? Or no, luckily, yeah. 
But uh, but, good um, good get with the the Twitter handle though, Horse Podcast. It was because they kind of choose it for you, don't they? So I don't know. I don't don't, don't know. But anyway, at Horse Podcast, um, yeah, I post on there quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I do a little blogging on coffee as well, like little wrap ups and stuff. But Mm. yeah, check us out. Do it. Cool. Okay. So uh, thanks again, Alexa, and uh, everybody else. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.